0: Modern genetics can tell you a lot about who your ancestors were. A few years ago, the remains of a 15th century English king, Richard III, were discovered under a parking lot. How did the archaeologists confirm the identity of the bones? By comparing the DNA in the bones to the DNA of a known 21st century descendant of Richard III's brother. Into the eye is the link that extends from generation to generation but it still there. In the Garden of Eden, as man and woman fell into sin, their Creator had immediately promised that the one who was to be the seed of the woman would defeat the serpent. Through generations, God had preserved the human race and the world was populated. Generations later, a man by the name of Abraham was called by God from the idolatry of humanity to a relationship with him. And God made the promise. To Abraham. Now that he called Abraham and to his wife Sarah, there would be more a son. The challenging part about God's promise of a son to Abraham and to Sarah was that they were long past the age of bearing children. Though married for years, Sarah had never conceived a child. The very idea of having a son at their age would be, well, impossible. Yes, impossible, except for one thing was not man, but God, who had made the promise. And with him, nothing is impossible. This promised son would be named Isaac, But more important than his name was his role as God's redemption story. Isaac was to be the bearer of a seed, and the father of nations, Genesis 17. From Isaac would come Jacob, and from Jacob would come Judah. From Judah would come Jesse, and from Jesse would come David. And from David would come Mary. A miracle miracles. From Mary, the virgin mother would come, the Christ. The seed promised to our first parents that fall. Impossible? Not God. It is hard to imagine what Abraham must have felt as he heard the promise of the Lord who gave him Isaac. Oh, the joy that he and Sarah must have had to experience when their own son Isaac was born. Surely like any parents, especially these parents, they invested much of themselves in this son of promise as he grew from infancy to childhood. This promised son must have been the center of their world. Can you imagine what was going through Abraham's mind and heart as he later heard the same Lord say, Take your son? your only son, whom you love. And go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. And these an amazing act of the Abraham prepared to build this man. He prepared the wood, and fire. the fire, and the night. And there was his son, Isaac. The son of the promise, bound on the altar, on the wood. In Abraham's hand was the knife as he prepared to kill his son. And then God said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Can you imagine that scene? The future, embodied in Isaac, was on the altar about to be sacrificed. The future now appeared dark and hard by except for one thing. Abraham, as the writer of the Hebrews would express it, considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Abraham could not see the future, but entrusted in the Lord who held his future and knew that with God, all things are possible. God's promises can never fail. Abraham knew that. So do we. Just look at what happens through this son of promise, Isaac. He lives, and though he fails and fails, over and over, he still fulfills God's purpose. The generation of Isaac's descendants continue through the centuries. The promised seed remains in the line God had chosen to bear a Savior. Not just for that man. Abraham rejoiced when his son was born. He rejoiced when his son was spared. And he rejoiced in the promise of a son yet to come. And we rejoice also in that promised seed. Who, as the angel would declare, we will call by the name Jesus. He is the seed promised. He is the root of Jesse's tree that grows. He is the reconciler of the past, the redeemer of the present, and the hope of the future. In Isaac, the seed. And we know that seed in human form in the virgin born Son of God. There is the very Lamb of God. When Isaac was spared from Abraham's night, the Lord provided a sacrifice in Isaac's place, a ram caught in the thicket. So he supplies a substitute for you and for me, and for all humanity, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. One sacrifice for all time and all people, one death and that one tomb the place of our tomb, and one resurrection by which we too shall be raised on the last day. One baptism that we share, one supper where he brings life, forgiveness, and peace, hope, joy, and certainty. It is all in Jesus, the root of Justice strength. And Amen. Now that the peace of surpasses all in and guard their hearts and minds through in Christ Jesus to life and the last day. Continue a prayer on page 10.